All right, good to see everybody Saturday night, and we are live. I hope I'm catching some of you guys coming off of the Trump rally in Sarasota, which is about uh, 30 to 40 minutes north of where I am sitting right now, and uh, hoping and praying that President Trump, the true president, should be president right now, should be five months into his second term, but through a fraudulent election is not, so... Hoping that he will run again in 2024. Interesting question. My daughter asked me the other day, will he have eight more years if he goes and wins again in 2024? I hope he does, but we'll see. So I hope everybody enjoyed that rally tonight. He was talking a little bit ago, so I'm not sure if he's even still talking or not, but welcome to the Tom Lipley Podcast. I hope everybody's doing good. So here we go. Going to launch on vaccinations tonight. Let me be unambiguous with all of you. I will never take the vaccination. I'm so sick and tired of hearing conservative pundits and people that are fighting so hard against COVID regulations and COVID mitigations and are against masks and are against lockdowns. And then they put out this little caveat. Now I, myself, I've been vaccinated, but you know, I'm, I'm against all this, you know, COVID craziness and these masks and habitual lockdowns. Well, why would you take their vaccination then? It's, I just, I marvel at hypocrisy. Maybe it's because I, I follow Jesus. I hopefully am Christ-like because Jesus couldn't stand hypocrisy more than anything else. But I see, I see conservative pundits all the time saying, I heard one of my favorite guys today said it. He said, you know, he's, he, he was talking about his kids being vaccinated and if, if his children get forced to be vaccinated, if his school system ends up with, you know, warning him that if you if your kids aren't vaccinated, then they're not going to be able to go into school or this could happen. He was saying, well, this is going to happen then. And I, but then he put the caveat out that I myself have been vaccinated. <laughs> I, just, I don't get people. They've been lying to you from the beginning. This has never been the bubonic plague. This is a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. So why on earth would you get vaccinated? I mean, the people who are pushing the, I know that Trump got pushed into pushing the vaccinations, but the people that have been pushing these vaccinations from day one, whether it's Deborah Burks, whether it's Anthony Fauci, whether it's Bill Gates, whether it's Pfizer, whether it's Johnson and Johnson, whether it's the world health organization, whoever it may be, they've been lying to you from day one. So why would you be against some of their lies and for some of their lies? I don't understand. Why, why are you against their masks, but for their vaccine? Why are you against their lockdowns, but for their vaccine? I don't understand it. Why are you fed up with all of their lies, but then take their vaccine? I will never understand that. All right, starting off, Patriot J tweet. Here we go, Lancaster, mayor. Now, this guy is a Republican. Keep that in mind. Just so you know, there's not a whole lot of difference between establishment Republican and Democrat. They're really two heads of the same snake. Lancaster mayor, Rex Paris gets full draconian with the experimental Fauci, ouchy COVID shot. He asks the city attorney to mandate the jab for all city employees, this Republican, and tells her to work someplace else when she informs him that the vax isn't even FDA approved yet. Play it for me. I mean, this is really simple. I don't want anybody in this building who's not vaccinated. And I need you guys to support me on that. That means employees, you send them home. If they're not vaccinated, they are not allowed to come in here and infect the public. The same thing with the first responders. 
If the sheriff's department is not vaccinated, I do not want them working in our city. And I want our city attorney to figure out a way to make that happen. You know, I'm, I, I'm sorry, we're talking about people dying. How, how is this in any, any civilized society acceptable? The reason it's acceptable is because we got a board of supervisors that are, 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 are clueless as to what it means to have leadership. Leadership means doing things that are not popular sometimes, that sometimes may get you thrown out of office. You know, they, they've mismanaged this crisis from the beginning. They've, they, they, their lack of decision-making ability has caused thousands of people to die. I don't want to be a party to that. I simply don't. This thing is mutating every time I turn on the television. What happens when the, the mutation starts making it more virulent? I mean, we've just been the grace of God. The only mutation has been made it more transmissible. If it goes the other way, you know what's going to happen. You know, MERS had a 30... The endless spouting of COVID propaganda and this from a Republican who wants to make it mandatory for everybody to be vaccinated. But again, I just wonder, and, I, and all the COVID caving pastors out there who locked down your churches, remember you were partnering with the experts, you were a community, you know, community partner and a good neighbor, you know, you loving thy neighbor because, and you, so you locked down so nobody would get sick. You are this guy. Understand there's no difference until you repent. There's no difference between you and this guy. And it's amazing to me, heads of evangelical associations insisting upon vaccines, saying that vaccines are from God, and you never stood in the word. It's amazing to me that pastors do not stand in the Bible, but instead follow men like this and look at the wormhole that this guy is leading everybody down. And what's funny to me is that still in the evangelical movement, in the evangelical church, nobody is seeing, as you see, vaccine passports unfolded before your very eyes. You've got guys like this saying, you shall not work in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, unless you're vaccinated. This is the mayor of the city, a Republican. And this does not rivet the soul of the evangelical community in that area. Nobody is standing up. Where are you, Pennsylvania church? Where are you? Nobody is standing up. Nobody is saying anything. Nobody can see Revelation 13, 16 through 18, the mark of the beast unfolding before your very eyes. You can't see it. It's truly amazing to me. It amazes me that Christians cannot see it or they're somewhere down the middle of the lukewarm road. Well, you know, I'm so mad, you know, Biden's president. Biden's president because you COVID caved. I'm sick and tired of the, being forced to wear a mask. You're being forced to wear a mask because you COVID caved. And how are you going to feel when they force you to vaccinate? I don't even need to ask that to some people because you've already done it. You've gone and got your kids vaccinated for a virus that can't kill them. You've got yourself vaccinated and you have a better chance of surviving COVID than you do the flu. All right, Alex Berenson tweet. Israel, we're a little worried about vaccine failure. That's Israel talking. Scotland, hold my haggies. 70%, now we're talking about vaccines here, 70% of Scots vaccinated, 70% of the entire nation vaccinated, which should scare the tar out of everybody watching this. 
50% fully vaccinated. Daily new cases just hit an all-time high. Oh, just uh, Lancaster mayor. Oh, really? How how, how those vaccinations working? 70% of Scotland is vaccinated. 70% of the entire country is vaccinated. And their cases just hit an all-time high. Do you know why? That goofball from Lancaster, Mayor Rex Paris, he actually hit the nail on the head uh, unwittingly, but he hit the nail on the head. You can't vaccinate for a virus. I know he never said that, but he was talking about endless mutations. You can't vaccinate for a virus. It endlessly mutates. You're like, oh, Tom, you know, we've had flu flu vaccines for years. They don't work. That's why you have the flu A, and then you've got the flu B. And lots of people, listen, uh, tons and tons, millions of Americans take the flu vaccine. 80,000 Americans died of the flu in 2017. It averages between 30 and 80,000 every year. The vaccinations don't work. And by the way, for those of you that think, well, yeah, we had 600,000, 700,000, whatever the number is now of people that have died of COVID. That's not right either. It's not accurate. I say it all the time here, but let me reiterate this to you again. If we had 600,000 or 700,000 people die of COVID, then there would have to be about 3.6 million people total die in 2020. There'd have to be that 3.5 to 3.6. The average death count in America of all causes of death over 2018, 19 was 2.9 million. 2018 was slightly less, like high 2.8. So just to round it up, just about every year, it's identical. 2.9 million people die of all causes in the United States. So how many people died in 2020? Allegedly, they're telling you 600,000 people died of COVID. No, what's the qualification of dying of COVID? A doctor presumes that you have it. That's in the CD recs, CD prerequisites. That's in the CDC requisites. All the doctor has to do is suppose that you have COVID or you tested positive of COVID, dying with COVID, not of COVID. We saw the examples over and over again. Man struck by lightning dies of COVID. Man decapitated motorcycle accident happened right here in Florida. He was put down as a COVID death. So in order for there to be legitimately 600,000 deaths of COVID in 2020, you'd have to have 3.5 to 3.6 million people dying. So how many people died? 2018, 2.9 million. 2019, 2.9 million. 2020, 2.9 million. So tell me how we have a pandemic. And those are facts. That's the truth. That's the truth. All right, Alex Berenson tweet. I mean, correction, election wizard tweet. Here we go. Watch Chuck Todd. It's all propaganda. Who pushes it? Who's who's pushing the vaccination? Watch Chuck Todd throws a tantrum over conscientious objectors to the COVID jab. I don't know how some of you sleep at night, he says, about people like me. Play it for me. Please get vaccinated. If you know someone who's not vaccinated, find a way to convince them to get vaccinated. Literally, the only people dying are the unvaccinated. And for those of you spreading (laughs) misinformation, shame on you. Shame on you. People are needlessly dying because of your misinformation. Think about it. I don't know how some of you sleep at night who are doing this for a living on television. Remember, as we get further into the data tonight, remember what Chucky Todd just said. The only people dying are those that are not vaccinated. And again, I just want to ask, all the first of all, the pastors, then the Christians, then the conservatives, why are you taking this vaccine? Why are you pushing? Why are you opening up your church as a vaccination center? 
You're against, you're against probably everything Chuck Todd has ever said, but lo and behold, you abide in his words, stealing from the Bible. John chapter 15, verse 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you, right? But you're abiding in the words of Chuck Todd. You've been against him on abortion. You've been against him on gay marriage. You've been against him on conservative things like small government, right? But lo and behold, you do what he says when it comes to the vaccine. Anthony Fauci is a baby butchering, butchering monster. And yet you do what he says when it comes to the vaccines or mask wearing or closing your churches down. Why would you do that? I will never get that. Now, this is how the Goebbels media works. Put up the next one for me, Anna Cabrera. New in Mississippi, look at the propaganda. Remember Chuck Todd, only people dying of of COVID right now are those that aren't vaccinated. Here's Anna Cabrera, new, another liberal hack. In Mississippi, over 90%, 90% of the COVID cases are related deaths over the past month are in unvaccinated people. Let me read that again because I butchered it. In Mississippi, over 90% of the COVID cases and related deaths over the past month are in unvaccinated people. The state's health director says, she's answered right below there. Put it up on the big screen for me, guys, because I want you to be able to see the answer. Look what Ben Martin says. Oh, you mean the three deaths per day? Back to me. So she see how she put it? She started 90%. 90% of the COVID cases and related deaths over the past month are in unvaccinated people. Three people per day. She makes it sound like an Armageddon, like a Holocaust. And see, this is, it's all a phantom. It's like Pastor Rodney Howard Brown's book, The Phantom Virus. It's a phantom. It's not real. It is a 19, I know the virus exists. I get it. It was manufactured. And all these same people like Chuck Todd who are pushing you to take the COVID jab, all of them, not three months ago, were saying the lab leak theory was tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. And you still do what they tell you to do? Any of these people, why would you ever do anything that they tell you to do? If you have already taken the vaccination, you need to pray right now that it does nothing to harm you. You need to ask the Holy Ghost to fill your body, drive out every last remnant of that vaccine, and then you start to bind and you start to loose and you stand in faith in the Word of God. Matthew 16, 19. Stand in the Word instead of vaccinations. Look at the liars. Look at the liars that are propagandizing this vaccination. Look at them. And why would you ever follow them? All right, Dr. Simone Gold, this is a video, video only. The great civil rights battle, she writes, of our time is the fight is to fight the medical apartheid. Play it for me. The civil rights battle of our time is to fight the medical apartheid that is nipping at our heels. Just today, I saw a sign in a church, in a church, separating the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. Apartheid by any other name is still apartheid. Whether apartheid is dividing humanity by race, religion, or color, whether apartheid is dividing us by creed, sexual orientation, or medical characteristics, recognize it is still apartheid. Rise up against medical apartheid. All right, back to me. There you go. In a church, and that's, I, I've already seen a church sign. It wasn't in my state. I think it was New York, but, which that speaks for itself. But I already saw a church. Only vaccinated people are, are, well, are welcome to attend. 
It's already happening. And again, there's pastors that will say, you know what, I can't stand this, but you're already vaccinated. There's conservative pundits. Well, we can't stand this totalitarianism, but you conceded to the vaccination. You've taken the vaccination. How do you not see your hypocrisy? I will never get that. All right, Alex Berenson tweet. To give you a sense of how badly the CDC gets the numbers wrong from their own data, look at these numbers. 700 out of 100,000 kids. What are they doing being vaccinated? I do not know. But anyway, 700 out of 100,000 kids, 12 to 17, need medical care after the COVID vaccination. Because of the vaccination, 200 are hospitalized. Now compare the numbers. And he goes, one, yes, one, teen is hospitalized with COVID per week out of every 100,000 infections. So let's get the numbers. I wrote them down here to be nice and clear. 700,000, that means 700 out of 100,000 kids who are vaccinated, 700 out of 100,000 kids vaccinated, 12 to 17 years of age, need medical care, 200 hospitalized because of the vaccination, but only one teen per 100,000 is hospitalized with COVID per week. So uh, again, uh, Chuck Todd said, the only people that are dying of COVID are the unvaccinated. Vaccinated kids are going in the hospital 200 times more than kids with simply COVID. They're a bunch of liars. Don't do what they say. Don't ever put that jab in your arm. All right, Izzy tweet, 12-year-old girl. Maddie was enrolled in the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine clinical trial. And I hate to attack mom here, but I'm going to do it. What are you doing, mom? I feel bad for her. We're going to show you this video or parts of this video. I feel bad, but why would you, why would you enroll your child, a 12 year old into a vaccine clinical trial? Why would you do that? What are the numbers? She has a, she has a statistical 0% chance of dying of COVID and basically a 0% chance of giving it to anybody, of transmitting COVID to anybody. So why would you go get your kid vaccinated? Explain to me. Everybody always on the left says, follow the science, right? So tell me the science. I know the science from the CDC. If you want to consider that science, I consider it more to be propaganda. So you'd have to consider these numbers to be leaning more my way when I give you these numbers. It, it really, uh, these numbers are probably exaggerated to their own to their own benefit. But let's look at it from zero to nineteen years of age. What's what's the post infection survival rate for a twelve year old? Post infection for COVID survival rate ninety nine point nine nine seven. Post infection survival rate. Every single study has shown two things: that kids are not significant vectors of COVID nineteen. They do not spread it. They do not die of it. So why on earth are you vaccinated? Why would you put your kid in there? Because you want to talk about lies from people like Chuck Todd, Anthony Fauci, all the mainstream media, Chris Cuomo, anybody you can name, Allison Camerata. This is all lies. This is a grievous threat to your kids. It's a grievous threat to you. No, it's it's not. Again, I put this out there to everybody. Why is there no significant rise in numbers of deaths between 2020 and 2019? Why? Explain that to me. I know you want to be justified in your quarantines and your lockdowns and your school closures and your church closures and your mask wearing and that you caved and took the vaccine. But why won't you look at true numbers? 
Why is there no national shortage of coffins? Why, why is there not lines out of every funeral home in our country right now? If you had 700,000 extra deaths, why? Because it doesn't really exist. And because of this propaganda, yes, COVID-19 exists, but it is not the bubonic plague. It has the exact same statistics as the flu. It sacks, it's, if you're zero to 50, you're better off getting COVID than the flu. From 50 to 70, from 50 to 70, it's slightly worse than the flu. And from 70 on, it's still 95% survival, 95% survival. And here's the thing. That's with none of the, that's with all of the procedures being rejected. All of the true medications, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, other therapeutics have been rejected in place of the vaccine. You want to talk about Chuck Todd and I'm picking on Chuck, you know, at the yin yang tonight. But he talks about how many people have died because they haven't taken the vaccination. Chuck Todd needs to ask himself how much blood is on his hands for running down hydroxychloroquine, for never talking about ivermectin. He needs to ask that. How many people would have survived now that all the studies are coming out? How how much does hydroxychloroquine increase your odds of survival from COVID-19? 70%. Thank you, Chuck Todd. He ran it down simply because Donald Trump talked positively about it. He needs to ask himself those questions about how much blood is in his hand on his hand. So let's go back to the video. All right. So here we go. 12 year old Maddie, play it for me. On January 20th, Maddie received her second dose of the Pfizer COVID vaccine as a participant in the clinical trial for 12 to 15 year olds. All three of our kids volunteered and were excited to participate in the trial as a way to help us all return to normal life. My husband works in the medical field and I have a degree in electrical engineering. We are pro-vaccine and pro-science, which is why we agreed to let Maddie and her two older brothers volunteer for the trial. Before Maddie got her final dose of the vaccine, she was a healthy 12-year-old who got straight A's um, and had lots of friends. She had a life. She was energetic. She was not like this. Although she does still have lots of friends. Upon receiving the second shot, Maddie immediately felt pain at the injection site. And over the next 24 hours, she developed severe abdominal and chest pain. And the way she described the chest pain, and I quote, it feels like my heart is being ripped out through my neck. She had painful electrical shocks down her neck and spine that forced her to walk hunched over. She had extreme pain in her fingers and toes. It actually made them turn white and they were cold whenever you touched them. She had edema. Um, so my husband immediately took her to the he went to the ER, as instructed by the vaccine trial nurse. Diagnosis stated adverse effect of vaccine initial encounter. This would be the only time that that was written in her medical charts, but it's in there. Over the next two and a half months, her abdominal, muscle, and nerve pain became unbearable. She had developed additional symptoms that included gastroparesis, nausea, and vomiting erratic blood pressure and heart rate memory loss all right here we go so there there it is now i want to i want to address one thing the mother said they all enthusiastically volunteered 
for this study, for this uh, you know trial of this vaccine. By the way, still not FDA approved, but only approved for emergency use. Which it's not. Why is it an emergency? Again, following the science. For a child who's 12 years old, why is it an emergency that they take this vaccine? But here's, here's the propaganda that this mother espouses right next to her very ill child now because of the vaccine. She still said, we all enthusiastically joined this trial so that we could return to normal. <laughs> My life has never been unnormal. I have never masked. I have never social distanced. I never closed my church. I have never hyper washed my hands with alcohol gel. Nothing. So why is it that this medical apartheid that Dr. Simone Gold was talking about is now stipulating to you when you get to return to normal? They are actually, it's almost like ransom. You come, you will not get your life back until you take this vaccine. For what? For a 99.9% survivable virus. It's got nothing to do with your health. It has to do with globalism. It has to do with leftism. It has to do with the Democratic Party, the World Economic Forum. It has to do with the mark of the beast and the new world order. It has to do with the next version of this that's coming out which will be climate change lockdowns. That is coming next. The great reset, that is coming next unless you stand. But what everybody does is people just buy in. Well, you know what? We'll take the vaccine to return to normal. You don't have to take the vaccine to return to normal. Just return to normal. It's literally like somebody who stole from you and then offering you terms on when they return your materials they stole from you. They stole your freedom. And then they say, you know what? Here's our terms on when we'll return your freedom to you. Tell them to shove it up their own caboose. All right, Car- Carl Derenbach. I'm sure, remember now, remember what Chuck Todd said. No, every, only people dying are the people that have not been vaccinated, Right. So here's Carl Derenbach. I'm sure this is nothing. Now, this is, the, this is the VAERS report. This is where everybody calls in on their complaints about the vaccines, including deaths. Put up the big screen for me. There you go. There, vaccine deaths. Deaths reported to VAERS. There we go. Now, look at all of them. There's 2018. Less than well, less than 500. 19, well, less than 500. 2020, well, less than 500. And uh, this year, almost 5,000. Whoops. Oh, what? Chuck Todd. Oh, I thought the only people dying were people that didn't take the vaccine. What about the almost 5,000? That's just in the United States now, not worldwide. We don't know how many people have died everywhere else. Thousands have died of the vaccine. That girl who's now, in that video that we just showed, who's now sick, never would have been sick if she didn't take the vaccine. Why would she take it? I just, I know I'm I'm beating that dead horse. I just, I cannot understand lack of logic, how you can't simply look at algebra, simply look at statistical data and know that your child cannot die of COVID-19 and yet you go and get them the Fauci-ouchie? What are you thinking? All right, Alex Berenson, first dose, hashtag COVID vaccines have fallen 85% in two months. Good, good. Don't take that thing. 
To the lowest level since the rollout began in December, only one American in 1,000 is being newly vaccinated every day. Good! This is the definition of pushing on a string, which is why the coercion is ramping up. What does he mean by that? Well, let's look. There's lots of coercion going on. Lots of rewards. We'll go into those in a second. Lots of reward programs because people are starting to wake up. People are starting to see. So that's why that, that these vaccinations can be extremely harmful. Remember what these are, mRNA vaccines, are not vaccines. They're gene therapy. They go and cut your genetic material and then insert themselves into your genetic material. That's facts. They won't even deny it. All right, go to the next one, Anomaly Tweet. They should make ankle shackles next to socially distance the feet. I must be masculine. They should make ankle shackles next to socially distance the feet apart. That's him, not me. There you go. That's the COVID pass. That's that you can wear that around to show that you've been vaccinated. But don't you worry, COVID caving pastor. This has got nothing to do with the causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Do you know what the next verse is? Revelation chapter 13, verse 18. That was 16 and 17. Here's 18. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding. Hey, put that other picture back up, the previous one. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. Understand. Understand. How do you not see this, pastors? How do you not see this? Calculate. Here is wisdom. Calculate the number of the beast. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and that number is 666. How do you not see this? Does it bother you? Does it rivet your soul? I see pastors pushing the vaccines. Big name pastors pushing the vaccines. How can you do this? What is the matter with you? What happened to your revelation of the word of God? It's truly amazing to me. Now let's go to the next one. Washington Examiner tweet. Well, here you go. Remember now, because lots of what was the, the stats were uh, that fallen. First dose of the vaccines have fallen 85% in the last two months. So here's what they're doing. The propagandists, the left-wingers, the leftist tyrants. Are we still on? We are, we're having outages here in our building, if you noticed it go. There we go. All right, Washington Examiner. Washington offering cash. Remember, the, because the vaccines are down 85%. Washington offering cash and gift cards and vaccine lottery from for National Guard. So you know what? They're offering because people are starting to wake up. They're offering cash prizes. Let's go to the next one. You know, make a wish America. Yeah, play it for me. And over the past year, we spent each day at Make-A-Wish preparing for the moment when every possible wish could safely move forward. We've approached this responsibility with a focus and diligence for your family's health and safety. Now we've consulted with doctors and medical professionals throughout the National Medical Advisory Council. And we've been monitoring public health organizations like the CDC and the American Academy of Pediatrics. And based on their collective guidance, today we're making a big step forward in delivering hope to you, our wish kids and our wish families. I'm excited to share the Make-A-Wish will resume granting air travel wishes within the United States and its territories 
as well as granting wishes involving large gatherings for vaccinated wish families as soon as September 15th of 2021. All wish participants, including your wish kid and any siblings, will need to be two weeks past completion of either a one-dose or a two-dose vaccine. Congratulations, COVID Caving Church. Great job. Now, you know, make a wish only if you're vaccinated. Will very sick or dying kids be blessed by Make-A-Wish? Only if they're vaccinated. And again, I want to know, can a kid who is dying or is very ill, will they, can they even get a vaccine? Great job. I thought, uh, COVID caving pastor. I thought, it, I thought you were Mr. Love. I thought you were Pastor Love. Remember that? You're so loving. And now these kids can only participate and make a wish if they are vaccinated. Great job. Great job, vaccination caving conservatives too. Great job. It just, I, I will never understand it. Oh, we hate the mask. Can't stand that Joe Biden is president. If you cave to COVID, that's the reason why those things are in place is because of you. I will never, I, I do not understand how you don't get that correlation. What do you, well, Tom, how do we fix it? If you're, if you're a leader, if you're a pastor of a church, if you're a Christian leader, a big name that caved to COVID, you need to do a Facebook Live. You need to get on CTN. And you need to publicly apologize for turning your back on the word of God. You need to publicly go out and repent, get out in front of it and repent of what you've done, which is you stood on liars' words like Anthony Fauci and the World Health Organization that's now telling people because of the Delta variant, uh, variant to remask again, even if they're vaccinated. You listened to liars like this and you closed your churches and you caved or you're a conservative pundit and you caved to it also calling this the greatest plague of our lifetime and various other lies you need to get out in front of it i'm telling you if you're wondering why there's no life in your church it's because you turned your back on the word of god and the word of god is the sword of the holy spirit and you said you know we don't have any interest in that all right thomas Paine tweet only four, almost 4,000 fully vaccinated people in Massachusetts have tested positive for COVID-19. Great, these are great vaccines, aren't they? Oh, there couldn't be anything more behind this than your health, right? But 4,000 people have been fully vaccinated in Massachusetts have now tested positive for COVID-19. And they want you to get vaccinated for what? What's the purpose of getting vaccinated if you're going to test positive anyway? Oh, could it be that there's other insidious reasons like trying to usher in the mark of the beast via vaccine passports? Oh, could that be? Oh, no, that could be. It, just, it was just the Pentagon. Just the Pentagon. This is from Just the News, John Solomon. It's just the Pentagon that was wor working on digital implanted chips to detect COVID-19. But don't you worry about that. If you don't believe me, pull up Just the News, John Solomon. Solomon, that's an absolutely true article. So could there be other reasons why they want you vaccinated? Well, let's look. Play it for me. Play it okay, quicker. So I'll give two examples. So one is that uh, people eat too much meat, right? And if they were to cut down on their consumption on meat, then they would, uh, it would actually really help the planet. Uh, but people are not willing to give up meat. Yeah, you know, some people will be willing to, but other people, they may be willing to, but they sort of, they have a weakness of will. They say, wow, this, this steak is just too juicy. I can't do it. I, I'm one of those, by the way. So, you know, but so here's the thought, right? So it turns out that we know a lot about, so there, we have these intolerance 
to, uh, so I, for example, I have milk intolerance. Um, uh, and there, some people are intolerant to crayfish. So possibly we can use hu human engineering to make it the case that we're intolerant to certain kinds of meat, to certain kinds of bovine, uh, bovine proteins. And there's actually analogs of this in life. There's this thing called the long star tick, where if it bites you, you will become allergic to meat. Uh, I can sort of describe the mechanism. So that's something that we can do through human engineering. We can kind of uh, ad possibly address really big world problems through human engineering. Another. So you have Bill Gates right now trying to in introduce synthetic meat, right? And lo and behold, you have somebody, a virologist or epidemiologist or whatever that guy is, talking about how you can engineer genetic material to make people not like stuff. Well, that, you know, again, though, it's all just about your health, right? This is all about, they want you vaccinated, locked down, masked, businesses destroyed, quarantine. It's all about your health, right, for a 99.9% .9 survivable virus? Really? That's all it's about, right? Put the next one up for me. How about this out of the New York Post? Check the wrist before you hug it out. Bracelets show COVID comfort level as restrictions ease. It's all about control. He's from the Gateway Pundit. Not making headlines, CDC officials admit more hospitalizations of young people from vaccine than from the actual COVID virus. Whoops! CDC officials admit more hospitalizations of young people from the vaccine than COVID. Whoopsie daisy, right? All right, let's look at injustice here for our, we got, we got a lot of time left. Let's get through this. I want to just talk, there's a couple of things I've, I put together a couple different subjects I wanted to look at tonight. And this one I just entitled Bad Police Activity. Bad, this, listen, right now, under Biden, under leftist mayors, under little totalitarians like Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, law enforcement is going bad. And listen, I was a cop myself. 1992 to 2017, 25 years straight. I was a deputy sheriff, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office. I was. I love the cops. But you have to go case by case. And I'm telling you right now, there is. There is absolute corruption in law, certain law enforcement agencies. And really, really more, I'm talking about at the federal level, namely the FBI. But it's not just there either. Because it's not necessarily the police officer themselves. It's Soros DAs, district attorneys that are put in place. Let's look at the first slide. Kyle Schindelar. One standard of justice, FBI Christopher Ray. See, now look at this. Look what it says here. USAO or gave a joke plea deal to Dakota Means, giving him time served and a year probation for assaulting a federal officer charge from an Antifa event. He had two parole violations, but was still free. He's now back in jail for seriously injuring a child under the age of six. So he gets a very light sentence because he's a Antifa leftist. Let's go to the next one, Will Chamberlain. Now look at this. Substantial upward departure from the sentencing guidelines in the Derek Chauvin case. Just so everybody knows, George Floyd did not get killed by Derek Chauvin. George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. That is what the coroner said. He had three times the lethal amount in his bloodstream. And here's a question that everybody needs to ask themselves. Derek Chauvin was convicted of second degree and third degree murder. I still don't know how you can charge them with both and convict them of both. But regardless, sounds like double jeopardy to me. However, 
So he was convicted of second or third degree murder. So they're saying that he was responsible for the death of George Floyd. So how was he responsible for the death of George Floyd? And by the way, I watched that. I watched the entire tape. It was not a well-handled police call, but did he commit murder? Third or second degree murder, did he? I wouldn't have handled that call that way. I would have sat George Floyd up. However, I've been on many of those things, many. I would have sat him up. I'm not saying that the call was handled perfectly, but was he a murderer? Is he a murderer? Well, in order for Derek Chauvin to have killed, killed George Floyd, then he would have had to as asphyxiated him, right? Strangled him, basically strangled him to death. George Floyd at his time of death had 95% oxygenation in his lungs. Oxygen, he had 95% oxygen saturation in his lungs at the time of death. So how could Derek Chauvin, ha, ha, how could Derek Chauvin have asphyxiated him? How could he have asphyxiated George Floyd without asphyxiating George Floyd? You can't have 95% oxygen saturation in your lungs and be asphyxiated to death. So how did Derek Chauvin kill George Floyd? George Floyd did not die of asphyxiation. However, he died of a fentanyl overdose. But in order for Derek Chauvin to have killed him, it would have had to be asphyxiation. So how do you die of asphyxiation when you weren't asphyxiated? But you have corrupt DAs, corrupt state attorneys. The Attorney General Keith Ellis is a leftist hack in the state of Minnesota personally overseeing this case and look what happens substantial upward departure from the sentencing guidelines in the Derek Chauvin case median sentence the average sentence given to Chauvin's given Chauvin's complete criminal history would have been 12.5 years so what he, what the judge another corrupt tyrant and and here's the thing differing weights and differing measures the Lord detests them both. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 10. You go in here, it's not a matter, this judge, how, what is he thinking? The judge is thinking, what is politically expedient for me? What's politically expedient so that we don't have riots? So that's how I'm going to make my decision. You can't do that. It's the exact same thing that John Roberts did with election fraud. John Roberts was confronted. The chief justice of the Supreme Court was confronted by a 21 state lawsuit. 21, and, they, and, and he said they didn't have standing? He was confronted with a 21 state lawsuit alleging election fraud. And he said to other people in the room, Do you, we don't want riots. Have you seen what's going on? They didn't have riots back then when they made this decision. That has nothing to do with your job as a judge. Your job as a judge is to look at laws and statutes and then once convicted, you look at sentencing guidelines and he should have gotten 12 years. Instead, he got twice that, 22 years in prison. And again, how explain to me how Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd to the level of second or third degree more? Explain it. Because we know that Derek Chauvin didn't inject George Floyd with three times the lethal amount of fentanyl, right? We got that. We'll cross that off the list. So how did George Floyd die? Was he asphyxiated? Well, how could he be, be asphyxiated with 95% oxygen saturation in his lungs at the time of death? So how do you convict somebody of killing him? How did Derek Chauvin kill him? 
Well, because he asphyxiated him. No, he didn't. You cannot have that level of oxygen saturation in your lungs. The average is 90 to 98%. That's a perfectly healthy person. He had 95. But because it's politically expedient for a judge and politically expedient for Black Lives Matter and for Keith Ellis out of Minnesota and for Kamala Harris with her, with her freedom fund to bail out Antifa and Black Lives Matter, it's po- politically expedient. Think about it if it was you. You see, everyone's rejoicing in this, rejoicing in Derek Chauvin getting 22 years or, you know what, you know, it, you know, it wasn't a perfect police call. And what if it was you? What if it was you? Would you want your case handled like this? You wouldn't. All right, Antifa Watch tweet. The man who defended himself against Black Lives Matter, again, differing weights and differing measures, Riders, was indicted today. His car, I'm going to show you the video, but his car is surrounded by Black Lives Matter protesters. His life is in danger. Somebody pulls a gun on him. He fires back in self-defense, and now he's indicted. Play the video for me. There you go. Car surrounded. It goes bad. Now, there's gunshots. We're keeping the volume down because there's profanity or the possibility of profanity. We want that getting out. So shots are fired. And it goes all, you know, I just wanted to give it context. You can bring it back to me. I just wanted you to see the video because it does exist. And that's what happened. His car is surrounded. They pull a gun on him. He fires back. Hits the Antifa, a Black Lives Matter protester. And now he's being charged. It's very similar to Kenosha, Wisconsin with Kyle Rittenhouse. How is, did anybody see the video? How is Kyle Rittenhouse on trial for his life? It's absolutely definitive that in every case, he was defending himself. I mean, two of them are blatantly on video and the other one's backed up by witnesses. He was defending himself. These prosecutors are doing it either to defend themselves so that people don't call them names. That's not your job. If you signed on as a prosecutor, as a DA, as a state attorney, as an attorney general, as a judge, then you go with the law, not political expediency. You go with the law. It's blatantly obvious that this case and the Kyle Rittenhouse case are self-defense. Somebody else pulled a gun and they got shot. It's very simple. But because of differing weights and differing measures, the Lord detests them both. Acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent, the Lord detests those too. That's Proverbs 17, 15. You don't go in there with, well, what will be the political consequences if I do this or if I do that? No, you go with the law. Guilt, innocence, laws and statutes, that's it. But nobody's doing that anymore. We are, we are in the midst of a corrupt system, whether you got the FBI with General Flynn, Roger Stone, Donald Trump. Trump I mean, just absolutely, you know, the collusion hoax, the impeachment hoax. Roger Stone lying to Congress and they they go and raid his house with a pre-dawn raid with only the FBI and CNN there. That's where General Flynn, he conducts an interview. And by the way, the FBI calls you for an interview. Tell them to go pound sand. They're corrupt right now. They're not doing anything to stop Black Lives Matter and Tifa or any other terrorism. And they're hunting down MAGA moms with their Make America Great hats on. That's the, the FBI is nothing more, nothing more than the Goebbels Gestapo for the Democratic Party. 
Simple as that. All right, James Hurston tweet. Fury as New York prosecutors, here we go again, drop looting charges against hundreds arrested. Hundreds arrested during riots last summer. Just drop all the charges. Why aren't all the charges dropped on the Capitol? The Capitol trespassing January. I'm not calling it a riot because it wasn't. You can't have a riot when the cops are letting people in. You can't have a riot when you have video footage of cops opening doors and ushering people in. That's not a riot. So it's a capital trespassing at worst, capital vandalism at worst, which is like a million dollars worth of damage, if that, when you're talking billions of dollars worth of damage by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. But the New York prosecutors, Letitia James, who just tried to, remember they just made the big perp walk arrest of Trump's uh, financial officer and his corporation runs his finances for, for Trump. They were just, what, what, what were the big charges there? That he didn't report taxes like on rental cars. But here we got people that are vandalizing, committing all sorts of crimes, and they just drop all the charges. Just in case you forgot what happened in New York, play that video for me. Charges dropped. Now you bring it back to me. There you go. No charges. All good. Letitia James, Attorney General of New York. Oh, you know what? No problem whatsoever. But we got to hunt down because Donald Trump's chief financial officer for the Trump Corporation gave benefits to other people and didn't report it correctly on some tax forms. That's all that, that, and by the way, they've had subpoena power for years and that's all they could get. Wait a minute, what happened? I I thought Trump was sending all this money to Russia. Where's all that? Where's the treason? You have to go after an 80-year-old chief financial officer for minor infractions that really never even, those infractions are not even criminal. They normally would be handled on a back taxes form. That's all that would go on. And you're perp walking the guy, differing weights, differing measures. And you're like, some, and again, I, I, I focused on this a little bit on Thursday. People are like, Tommy, say this stuff, then what are we supposed to do? You stand. You stand. You don't give in to these people. It all starts there. I don't want to hear everybody, well, what do we do? You know, you tell us all the problems and you don't tell us what to do. But yeah, I am telling you what to do. You never, ever, ever give these people an inch. These people are in power. The FBI is running wild because lots and lots of Christians and lots and lots of conservatives and, of course, the left caved to COVID tyranny. Because of COVID tyranny, you had the Zuckerberg drop boxes all over the land. You had ballots being dropped in those boxes by the millions with no ID, no signature verification, no chain of custody, and not just in the drop boxes. You're talking again about the seven cities in the six states. All those cities, whether it's Atlanta, Milwaukee, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Phoenix, Las Vegas, those, those right there are the hubs. That's the only reason why Biden is president. By 43,000 votes, that's the only reason why. And the only reason why those cities are so powerful is because people caved to COVID tyranny. We're too scared to come and vote. Of what? Of what? 
A 99.9% survival virus, that's what's going to keep you from voting? And people just cave to these lies. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm a man, but I'm identifying as a woman. Well, we don't want to be offensive to you, so we'll call you Sally, Jim. You know what you do when Jim wants to be called Sally? You look him in the eye and you call him Jim. You'd never give him an inch. Well, we don't want to be offensive. You know, we want to follow the experts and people are telling us this is a grievous threat. So, you know, we want to be a community partner and a good neighbor. So lock our churches down, strap our masks on, quarantine and vaccinate. Over what? And this is what we have now is a Biden justice system that favors not just a little bit, heavily favors the left. You stand is what you do. All right, Liz Harrington tweet. For four years, they spread Hillary's lies to try to undermine 2016. Now, if you bring up election fraud caught on camera and clear violations of the Constitution, they cancel your law license, i.e. Rudy Giuliani on the bottom, and send FBI agents to raid your home. This is not America. Play it for me. Four years went on from the day I came down the escalator with our great former first lady. From the day I came down... And at the end, they said, no collusion. A friend of mine called up, said, you have to be the most honest person in history. They spent $48 million. They had 18 angry Democrats, really angry Democrats, and they got nothing. Pretty amazing, right? I have friends that say they couldn't have done that. But now if you question an election and you fight for the Constitution, like the greatest mayor in the history of the city of New York, Rudy Giuliani, they cancel your law license. Radical left-wing Democrats, they cancel your law license and the FBI agents go and raid your home like they did to Rudy Giuliani. Think of it. He was the greatest mayor in the history of the city. He took a city that was almost as bad as it is now with crime and he solved the problem and he made it a hot, great place. And this is the way they treat him. It's a very, very sad and very, very dangerous time. For and see, the left may rejoice that people like Rudy Giuliani are having their houses raided. Roger Stone, houses raided. The charge, criminal charging, which is an absolute fraud on General Flynn. Absolute criminal fraud on the FBI's part. Lies. FISA lies. Everything. You may rejoice as a leftist that this is happening, or the cancel culture, that you have right-wingers, people on, that are conservatives being canceled off social media. You make rejoice in that. But just understand that you are in the line for the hangman's noose too. And all you're doing is pushing somebody else to the hangman's noose first. To all the Christians out there, do not go back to your COVID caving churches don't go back make the drive 3385 south access road inglewood florida tomorrow morning 9 a.m and 11 15 a.m we preach the word that's that's foundation church that's where i pastor google it search it see how far we are away make the drive if you're nowhere near me search and find the church there is one there is two there is three around you that never caved that never closed find them do not go back to the COVID to a COVID caving church because they caved that time they will cave for the next thing stand in the word of God amen and amen love you all God bless you Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. 
Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again. Listen, there's a lot of people that have come to this church from other churches, and they're barely hanging on here. But the reason why they're hanging on is because their old church is dead. This church scares them, but they'd rather have scared than dead. God's in control. No, he's not. You are. You implement the word of God or you don't. God's in charge once you're dead. You're in charge now. Tom, that sounds like, that sounds blasphemous. That's only because you've been taught a wrong doctrine on the sovereignty of God. Sovereignty means above all, not in control of all. If God was in control of all, we wouldn't see what we see. Who's in control of America? The God of the spirit of the air, the devil. Only by Christians taking ground, recapturing territory, or never surrendering territory to begin with. That is the hope of America.